0: Sober, 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 i sober, 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 sober,
1: sober, 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 so, afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. What's your boy, up? And your girl, Rocky.
0: What is good, beautiful people?
1: <laughs> I hope you're having a beautiful day. But today's topic, why Black people need to pay attention to politics. Because mm-hmm. we do. So first, I think we need to address why we didn't say why Black people need to vote and how paying attention to politics is different than voting.
0: Much different, all right? So we're not just talking about voting for a particular candidate or like even vouching for a particular candidate, although we do go for Bernie. <laughs> and we keep it real about that, mm-hmm. obviously. But we're talking about being politically aware, being aware and of And being going informed, on.
1: Yeah. being an informed yeah. voter. For real. And then at the end of the day, I understand that, like, say, when, you know, the amendment passed and we were able to vote, Voting Rights Act of 1965, yay, we got the power to vote. But then it's like, so I got this white man who hates my guts, this white man who won't hire me, and then this white man who wants me to be a slave again. Um, Yeah, there's not really many options here, you know? Yeah, and I get that. I And I understand that. <laughs> but... That is slowly and slowly becoming less of the situation. The country is only getting browner, more and more people are going into politics, and we're starting to have representatives who actually are for us. So you not wanting to vote because you don't see an option for you isn't as much of a thing nowadays um but i also want to say that just because they don't have a specific platform to black people does not mean that their platform doesn't positively impact black people exactly. and we will we will get into that mm-hmm. in in multi-layered steps <laughs> but it's
0: going to be a good episode y'all yeah and
1: yeah. then like um i think i'm still in grad school and i don't know who the election was for Maybe it was a smaller election, I don't know. But it was like, with voter suppression and everything, I was like, well, they control the shit. And then, oh no, that might have been after um, the Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party rigged the primary election (sighs) and Clinton won instead of Bernie. And and I really lost faith in the system. I was like, like, well, what's the fucking point if they can rig the fucking shit? And then even with Trump, it was like, The popular vote went to Clinton, but the Electoral College chose Trump. And it's like, what the fuck is the point? Okay, I'm voting, I'm doing my part, and this shit doesn't matter. The corporations are doing whatever the fuck they want. Okay? So I I feel you on that. I feel you. However, what we can do is get people in there who will change the
0: fucking systems. Right. And we have a couple. We have a couple in there that are disrupting stuff. You've probably heard about a, a couple of them. Maybe not, mm-hmm. but that's why you need to be politically aware. Yes. So that you know that there are some people who actually are fighting for you. Because if you don't know they exist, then you can't vote for them in the first place.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, And then when you are looking to be aware and inform yourself, I need you to focus on policy
0: and track record. Yes. We're going to keep saying that.
1: I don't give time. a fuck. What cultural aspect is relevant to the Black people? That don't got shit to do with
0: my future. Because a lot of people, we always say, all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. A lot of people have the and, mannerisms, and like, have the culture, we, we, all that. We be wearing to
1: get passes. Clinton, oh, he was playing the saxophone. That's he a funny. light-skinned brother. Uh, Do you know what he was also doing to Black people?
0: We don't talk about it.
1: Exactly. So get rid of that culture phenomenon. Oh, they carry hot sauce. Oh, they listen to I hope didn't
0: fall for that. Uh,
1: <laughs> I didn't. Like the fuck I know what you're doing. Wait, like, there's a word for it. Does it start with a P Like when politicians are specifically doing something? Panda. Yeah, that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, what's she trying? Oh yeah, I I mm-hmm. got you. <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. Was, I was like, people, I'm down. hmm I'm like, get chill."
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, policy and track record. And the reason policy, track, you're looking at track record track. is because you're trying to see their credibility on whether or not they believed in these policies in the past and whether they're going to follow through on these policies once
0: you elect them. Right. Because it's really easy to fake the funk now and act like you're down for some of these things because they're popular. It,
1: yeah, especially because they're popular. Yeah.
0: Right. So you get elected, you go in saying you're going to do all these things knowing that you don't really even plan on fighting for them in the first place. That's, you know, just not okay. We need somebody who has the history and track record mm-hmm. of fighting for these things far before they were popular, mm-hmm. you know, far, when, when they what,
1: were radical.
0: Right. F- radical ideas. That's how you know whether someone's actually genuine about their uh, concern. Because uh, I don't know where people have been. The, the
1: young people have always been radicals and rebellious and breaking the status quo. That's like every single Do young you. generation does happen, And it's because we're looking at the world like,
0: this is my future. Right. <laughs> like, that right there, this is how we going.
1: You know, so Damn. I refuse. So let me shake shit up. Because I'm not Damn, just... Right sitting, not trying to rock the boat, because I'm like, well, that's too too much work, that's too much effort, I may mess up a good thing I got going.
0: (laughs) Heard that one before.
1: So, yeah, I'm going to need y'all to um, policy and track record people, okay? Also, uh, a lot of people... Including the young people, and I will say I was one of them when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. did not care about politics because it was boring, and we thought it didn't yeah. pay, it didn't impact us.
0: That's true. Yeah. I remember I thought politics was boring as fuck when I was younger.
1: <laughs> well, if you think about it, politics back in the day was all white people, so
0: yeah. Yeah, was, <laughs> I, on my lens of like politics when I was younger was mm-hmm. basically me uh, watching TV, mm-hmm. <laughs> watching like some really old White dudes yeah. in a round table talking about like all <laughs> well, the stock market was gone Yeah, and it's like, well, this is boring. click <laughs> or back. Or I was like, what the fuck is a Nasdaq? I don't care about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So nobody really put anything into context with me. I just saw all this stuff and it looked just boring. And
1: then okay, if you're talking about the economy and taxes and stuff, it really is. You do have to understand the levels of it, it's and it, it and. I realize my strengths and where I focus on politics. Mm-hmm. Find you people and what their sh- their strengths are and what they know about politics. Like, oh, it's good with taxes and economy and all the shit that I find
0: extremely boring.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I'm just like, hey, what's up? <laughs>
0: right. You know? Uh, there's a, a crash, economic crash coming probably later this year. You know, I just want to say it on video so that if... You predicted. I predicted Because I really do genuinely, I would be surprised if it doesn't happen this year or next year.
1: And this is because of how much
0: political stuff he watches. Right. Okay. I could explain it all, but that, that'll be for another episode. I just want to just put it out there for now. I don't
1: now. really want to do that episode. No. Yeah. Yeah, there's only really so more. much entertaining. <laughs> but I will say, oh gave me resources to make politics entertaining
0: right because i go to a couple of uh youtubers that because mm-hmm. YouTube's a lot more accessible for a lot of people
1: youtube university
0: it's just a lot easier it's in video form it's short mm-hmm. it's uh, the brevity of it helps a lot <laughs>
1: and breaks it down
0: breaks it down yeah. you got like five maybe ten minute videos mm-hmm. clank clank got all the information that you need yep. on, the t- on this on this particular subject that you search for Mm -hmm. or that is um, of interest to you Mm -hmm. from that YouTuber's perspective. So if you know and can trust a person's point of view, you can go with it or just find it interesting and go with Mm -hmm. it. So some of those resources were uh, Secular Talk, Mm -hmm. um, Kyle Kalinske, this dude (laughs) breaks shit down. Like, Shout out to Kyle Kalinske. And then
1: I like him because he looks at, like, both the positive and the negative sides. Like, he's right, not right. just looking at the negative. So he's showing you all aspects of whatever topic mm-hmm. he's talking
0: and about. And then he, he lays out all the facts of it, and then he gives his opinion on it. And he's mm-hmm. coming from a pers- uh, progressive perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, that was almost, that was kind of Carl. <laughs> progressive perspective, progressive perspective. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, we got caught up, too. I had to slow myself down on that one. Um, but yeah, he's coming from that perspective, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he's just honest about it. He's keeping it real about it. Something that we can uh, definitely relate to. It's so real, <laughs> baby. So definitely shout out to him if you want to check out some of his videos. Mm-hmm. He'll break down some of the things, um, and he talks about racial shit too. He's not—he's um, actually white, but he's—he's growing up, I think, in um, in New York. So he's—you know—he's probably been around a lot of people, like <laughs> um, but he, he doesn't shy away from that. Probably because of that reason, he's probably been influenced uh, from some of his friends in his past, so.
1: And he knows the truth behind yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> the truth
0: about most of this stuff is, you know, it's the, uh, a big divide and conquer game, like, so. Based on class, not race. Class and race is just used as an undertone to, to The to class is really. The class is the biggest thing, though. If you focus on that, you'll understand the whole game. Mm-hmm. So,
1: oh, also the Young Turks.
0: I started watching
1: them Young a lot. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, and these are people who are for the Justice Democrats. Um, so, they are the progressives. They are caring about the people. They're not getting paid off by corporations. Right. So,
0: if you've heard, uh, we were talking about, um, we alluded to it earlier in the podcast, but, like, people who are for you. Mm-hmm. So, if you heard about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. AOC! AOC, also known as the notorious AOC coming <laughs> from the Bronx. BS. <laughs> I'm um, not from the Bronx. No. Uh, I'm just plain. Don't come for me. People from the Bronx. No, but um, if you know about her, you know that she's legit a representative of her community and of the general population when it comes to the world, honestly, when it comes to the Green New Deal. Yeah. Um, so she's advocating for policies that actually will affect um not only her community. In the present, but looking out for it, having the foresight of the future, knowing that New York, New York City, the all the boroughs are in danger because of climate change, mm. and like it could literally be wiped out if mm. if we don't address it because of the sea levels and the changes in that. And-
1: plug uh watch the first part in our political series america is number one where we address renewable mm-hmm. energy education health care and comparing the us to other first world countries because they say we can't and yet they never talk about the first world countries who are right so in that episode uh-huh. we discuss that so make sure you tune into that yeah
0: um, so definitely check it out
1: yes um so when we want black people to pay attention to politics we are saying that you need to understand that politics impacts every single thing that you do everything
0: you're not playing well but like everything
1: everything like down to the food you eat
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) the food you eat literally gets affected by politics I can break that down if you ever first
1: off food Drug administration. Yeah, why like, your you food go with this. your go drugs? On. I don't know. They should be separate entities. Why are you together? Why my food and my drugs? What? Okay. So that they poisoning gas That's that's why you need to be concerned about politics. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think uh you get her point on that one. So. Other things that to be, you should be very concerned about.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Talk about the food. Because you got Monsanto. Uh, all right.
0: So, uh, have you ever heard about the company Monsanto, I think they actually changed their name. I forgot to look up what they changed their name to. Um, I'll probably look that up later and just put a video about that if, uh, if I need to, if y'all feel interested about it. But basically, this is a company that is known for... Shady practices when it comes to food, when it comes to chemicals that they put in, uh to uh, like weed killers and everything mm-hmm. else like that. That's what they're notoriously known for. Mm-hmm. Is the weed killer Roundup? Have you heard of Roundup? That shit is everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Roundup is a very popular uh I've seen killer. Yeah, cur- it used to be really big around like the two thousands. You mm-hmm. just could never go like a a day without seeing one of those commercials mm-hmm. while watching cartoons. Nineties <laughs> mm-hmm. <'90s>, bit. <babe>. Mm. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> But yeah, so this uh, this chemical in the I gotta make sure I get the research right on this one. Uh, so they use a chemical called glyphosate uh, in Roundup, and this is this chemical has been linked to cancer. I mean, seriously linked to cancer. As in, like damn near, you could say if you have this chemical in your body equals cancer. <laughs> That's how close the correlation is. Uh, obviously not 100% because this is science, nothing's 100%, but it's very heavily linked to it. So, this has been found, um, because they spray it on a lot of the crops and everything else like that, it's been found in actual food. So, we're talking about Cheerios, we're talking about whole, all, uh, Quaker Oats, mm-hmm. we're talking about breakfast cereals. Yeah. I love Quaker
1: Oats.
0: I know, I know. That's why we gotta be aware of these things. I <sighs> I didn't want to have to take it.
1: <laughs> Cause he stopped eating it. And I was like, I All don't right. wanna know why.
0: Maybe <laughs> knowing. The devil, the yeah, he got comment in. Marissa said, "Monsanto is the devil." It it really damn right.
1: And again, what are they getting out of this? Money. They don't give a fuck Money. about the people. You can figure I'm out. Fuck about them. indigenous populations. Fi- figured out how to grow crops and have natural things that would kill. Um we, uh, not necessarily weeds, I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. like kill the insects that were eating the plants. Exactly. It was like finding natural resources to do that.
0: This is such an interesting thing like just a side note like there's a plant I forgot the name of it again I didn't I didn't think of it because it was a connected yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. but um in Guyana, I was going up to the falls, Kicher Falls mm-hmm. and there's a plant that's literally so sweet right mm-hmm. um, that it attracts mosquitoes mm-hmm. right and, and other insects and it eats and them, it eats them mm-hmm. right So this plant eats them. It's a natural, basically bug repellent. Mm -hmm. You have that in your house. Like, if we could, you know, find a way to actually get that plant, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that means like you're done with all of the mosquitoes and insects there. That's why there's none there. I was like, I'm surprised I'm not getting like tore (laughs) up around here. But that was just the beauty of it within nature, Mm -hmm. you know. So there were a lot of indigenous practices where they. That into consideration, yeah. and they knew about these plants because that was literally their life. They lived off the earth, they felt like it was part of them, mm-hmm. you know. So, we need to get back to some of that at least. Yeah, I feel like a lot of that. In well, my there but, is a
1: movement, especially in Oakland, towards herbalism and, yeah, yeah. um, discovering That's the ancestry, here, you know, I found practices. my tribe, I found
0: my yes, people out here. I
1: love <laughs> um, so yes, politics impacts you based going down to the food you eat right. they also impact you when it um, determines the TV that you watch yeah now even though more and more of us are going away from um, for you know uh, like
0: traditional like cable
1: TV, cable yeah. systems yeah like mm. uh, Verizon DirecTV, Comcast yeah, all Xfinity, all, they, all, all those mm. and we're going more towards <laughs> um, streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, um hbo now stuff like that mm-hmm.
0: but it really does affect you and um, i'm thinking of more and more things but i, I try to plan and keep it like succinct because we can talk for days about all this stuff especially mm-hmm. with all the ideas that pop up but like when it comes to those things you watch and stuff like that net neutrality is a big thing mm-hmm. uh we're talking about all these conglomerates in terms of companies like the i think of five or six companies that own basically 90% of the media that's on TV and they also distribute your internet. So even if you're not on AT&T in terms of like getting your uh, TV from them, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your internet, your mm-hmm. internet's connected to them. So they got you either way. So mm-hmm. these companies are AT&T, like I just mentioned, mm-hmm. Disney, Disney, oh, they started buying up stuff like I know. in the 90s. It's like,
1: nigga, why do you need that? <laughs> oh,
0: it was a huge shift in the 90s. Basically, there was a shift towards all of these corporations to try to, um, you know get their power like mm-hmm. and, and just gobble up as many companies as much as they could. So, ESPN, all them sports that you're watching, that's Disney right there, mm-hmm. and they just got Marvel, they just got Marvel, <laughs> Marvel,
1: like, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Netflix is growing in their power.
0: Netflix is, um, yeah, they, they talk they, about the online big ones, the Netflix, Amazon, yeah, um, and Apple. Mm-hmm. Just because Apple, once they got you locked in as a customer, you're kind of tied into their music.
1: Every single movies, thing. Their,
0: yeah, so they got you as a customer. So that's why it's like Which a lot. Which is why people, I
1: am not right. There's a lot of people <laughs> I
0: know that like, man, I can't stand them, but it's like all my shit on there. I can't switch. Nope. To them.
1: Team Joy, Team PC, all
0: that. <laughs> it's kind of that's how they get you though, but it's a good marketing strategy.
1: But I just want you to think about the fact that those are the only two options. Right. <laughs> you know,
0: who owns it? Every, they own everything. Like okay. The other ones are Comcast, CBS, and Viacom. All those big companies um, basically it own all the lower companies that distribute everything else, like mm-hmm. the BETs, they everything. Uh,
1: so Marissa said she's a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming this is... Oh, no. I don't know who this is. Hi, Marissa. I, <laughs> thought, I thought you were another Marissa that was a teacher. Um, But she said I teach my children. So, no, that's parents. Okay, I teach my children Still you cannot it. get yes. Yeah. You cannot get anything out of your head that you put in. We are very careful and aware. They have also already learned about consumerism. Good for you. Good yes, right intentional there. parenting. Go Thank ahead, Mom.
0: you. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: um that's how but you do yeah. it. like and and that's so true like you can't as soon as information is put into your mind, you mm-hmm. can't get it out. It's in there.
0: And then it takes root and starts festering. That's true, man. You got to yeah. be careful with that. Stress with your kids, man. Mm-hmm. Future generation. Yeah, for sure. Future generation. We ain't playing no games. Come on now.
1: Yeah. So politics impacts you black people
0: to where you live. Where we live. Okay. So now we got to talk about redlining. Come on now. And gentrification. And gentrification. We're going to talk about that a little bit more. But, like, I just have to mention that. Half the reason why these communities existed and we, we had to thrive ar- amongst ourselves was because of uh, redlining, mm-hmm. another form of segregation. Yeah. Economic um, disempowerment mm-hmm. is also a form of an uh, attack and racism on our people. Same thing with gentrification. Like you now it's like the reverse. Mm-hmm. It's like we've created these pockets where we, we exist. And, and they
1: come in the fucking. <laughs> and they
0: come in and they like, ooh, look, this is nice, what y'all built up. I like this. How about we take that? And then they want to assume that the
1: culture will still be there. Right. We the culture. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Politics impacts you to the street you drive on how many black neighborhoods got
0: potholes how it. many come on now
1: how many got potholes let me ask you that
0: okay they don't even come to your neighborhood to fix you and you notice know and then
1: how many of our neighborhoods are dirty especially dirty. if you live in like urban areas it's like it's like
0: they barely even try to pick up anything nothing
1: and then i go to the white neighborhoods you can eat off
0: that dirty shit. you <laughs> talking about like prestige and they also
1: have more trash cans like they just have
0: more trash mm. cans
1: um but yeah so and she said
0: she don't do disney yes damn and that's and that's hard i know hard. i don't know
1: you know <laughs> you're like, you're like, yeah. i'm gonna break down the
0: concepts
1: <laughs> <laughs> of these you know princess movies <laughs> Oh, she said, "Watching gentrification in real time here, where I live in San Diego." Oh, yeah, San Diego. we're we're watching it real time yeah, in Oakland, yeah, like on our real. block, around the corner well from us. <laughs> they're building apartment buildings, and it's three thousand for one bedroom, and it's uh, labeled as affordable housing. Affordable for who? Three thousand for a one bedroom? What? And then, yeah, they already, we have like homeless people. They've already um, closed those encampments. Mm-hmm. Where are they putting them? Not in a shelter because nobody's building that. You know, just anyways,
0: I'm, yeah, I we, could. We, we could go all. We- <laughs> yes. Politics impact you to the school that your child goes to. So, going back to the redlining piece, yes. right? Talking about it right back again, how do you think a lot of public schools are funded? And that's sometimes our only option since a lot of us are like in a low-come area. Mm-hmm property taxes yep. so you push everybody in one area mm-hmm. all people in poverty mm-hmm. l- don't give them any loans mm-hmm. leave them there and then their school suffer because they don't have any funding through property taxes it's like you're screwing them two ways so
1: and then like in oakland they they are just announced that they're closing 24 schools in the
0: district. And also criminalizing our kids.
1: Oh, I was going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. But but that being said, politics impacts every single aspect of your life. And you're like, oh, I don't want to be informed. I don't want to pay attention. I don't even want to vote. When things will impact you, whether
0: you you choose to vote or not. So your voice is either, (laughs) like, you not having a voice, putting your voice out there, Mm -hmm. someone's going to speak up for you. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're at a, a table, you're chilling right now, and somebody force-feeds you food, you would be like, what the hell? I ain't for this. You didn't say you didn't. That's basically what it is. That's mm-hmm. the equivalent. Yeah. Somebody's going to put that shit down your throat whether you like it or not. So, yo, you better, yes. you better get informed. Know what's on the menu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly.
1: And, again, there are more and more candidates who are for you, you know, who are willing to take on the system. But, again, you need to do your research. Don't look at a fucking sign on the corner and be like, Mm. all right, I see that sign, so I guess I'm going to vote for that person because I walked into this voting booth without doing a single damn bit of research to understand who the fuck I'm voting for. Right.
0: Better stop playing.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Politics impacts every single part of your life, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. So you can either sit back and let the shit impact you, or you can fight back.
0: I'll be informed about stuff.
1: Um, Marissa said parents need to show up, make their faces seen, and voices heard at schools Yo, for sure. Bro, she says she volunteers every day at her daughter's school. Black mama there watching. These are all my babies. Yes, I I specifically like, said uh, I specifically said ahead. when I have kids that I need to make my schedule that flexible so I can just show up at the school unannounced. I'm like like <laughs> whenever something's going on that I need to like, address because oh. I'd be damned if they come for my kids. <laughs> Let them know someone's checking them on the way our children are treated for sure. And see, and I was going to address this later. What that, talking about that yes, day? that is so important. When kids say no. my teacher doesn't like me, yeah, you yeah. need to pay attention to, attention to that.
0: It's not okay? like always like, oh, he's just complaining. No, no to your children. Because that seriously impacts, I mean, people got biases. Like they're expressing like that there's something wrong with the relationship between them and their teacher. Don't just brush it off as like, oh, they just don't want to do the work. There might actually be something wrong with the relationship between them and, and I, teacher.
1: And I was just talking to someone, and, and she was like, there was like um, an increase in the aggressive behavior of the boy. So mm. another teacher popped into the classroom and was like, yeah, the teacher is treating him sideways. And then the principal popped in and was like, yeah, we need to get him out of this class. And I'm like,
0: so what y'all doing about this teacher? Mm-hmm. We just need to shuffle the kid around. How about we shuffle that teacher around since he messing up? <laughs> your and, job is to take care of these kids. And, and because some teachers got a rough job. if, R- if Acknowledge your burnout. Right. It's time to go. Go no, <laughs> that's, that's a part of the problem, too, because some of the teachers are fucking exhausted. Because we're not
1: giving them the money that they deserve, the time that they deserve to take care of themselves or take but, care but of that their own down
0: and It actually leads to less um, empathy, less uh, mm-hmm. caring teachers, mm-hmm. and then they're just there, and they really do just see these children as just numbers and checks to get through the next week, and that's not good. You don't want that. You want them to be inspired. And invested. And that, yeah, they yeah. want to come in and actually get creative with their thinking like mm-hmm. all right, how can i help my uh my kids learn mm-hmm. oh instead of looking at the child as being like a, oh he can't learn that as a how can i challenge him how can yeah, i figure out how, how to make he, him learn yeah you know what i'm saying get them
1: excited right. about learning oh wow that's, that's messed up um oh, yeah and uh yeah, nah, i'd be up at this uh, but all right let's let's get to the next part all right <laughs>
0: All right, so we're going to talk about a couple of topics um, when it came down to uh, politics and how it's affected us in the past.
1: So you said, um, yeah, like in the past, Mm -hmm. our lack of knowledge about certain candidates or certain policies, yeah, and how it's impacted
0: has led to our downfall. Yeah, you know. Uh Yeah. Um, So when it comes to policies like uh, the war on drugs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, the war on drugs has a long history. Uh, I won't go through everything, but basically, back in the 30s, we were talking about this. Like, cannabis was widely used, it was accepted. Um, It wasn't really a big deal. Yeah, it was used for medical reasons, too. (laughs) Uh, And then there was an act in 1951 called the, the Boggs Act. Uh, basically, what this did was uh, it amended uh, the narcotics uh, drug import and export and mandatory sentences for drugs and made uh, sent- mandatory sentences for drugs, basically. So marijuana uh, possession <laughs> carried a minimum sentencing of two to ten years and a fine of $20,000. But you gotta recognize $20,000 in 1951.
1: Yeah. So I also want you to realize that, The reason why they were okay with marijuana and then they started not being okay with marijuana is because the influx of Mexican immigrants. Boom.
0: Right there. And they were
1: like, wait, wait. Oh, nah, we can't do this.
0: (laughs) So racism in itself affected politics. But what you'll see is a, a. trend throughout, I don't know why I couldn't say the words, you know, <laughs> a trend throughout the, um, this whole process when it comes to, uh, minorities mm-hmm. is jails, basically, the business of locking people up, incarceration, private prisons, private prisons. Mm-hmm. ever since the 1950s, this has been, like, a huge business, now, locking people up.
1: mind you, civil rights was going on in the 60s, well, mm-hmm. 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. yeah. so, once we started fighting for ourselves, it was like, Yeah, so slavery's over, segregation ain't working no more. Let's lock people up. It's true. Because what's the thirteenth amendment?
0: My God. Mm. Y'all yeah, should definitely watch that uh documentary. Oh, it's yeah. still on Netflix, so mm-hmm. y'all better check it out. Yeah. It's a Netflix original, right? I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. no excuse. It ain't going nowhere. I <laughs> know you got Netflix. <laughs> or somebody's password. Hey. All right. I ain't gonna tell nobody who to
1: Uh
0: so in nineteen seventy one, Nixon did uh basically the war on drugs, uh called uh drug abusers public enemy number one, which is crazy.
1: And then I need you all to realize that if you are an addict Jail or punishment is not how you resolve that. At all. If you're an addict, that means you're trying to use this as a coping mechanism to escape, to escape from something. You and you need to be rehabilitated. And then your mental health needs to be addressed. Or your environment, your social interactions need to be addressed. Because something is making you go to that.
0: Right. So with the one
1: withdrawal and some of the hard drugs is Yo, hard.
0: So again, jail is not. <laughs> it's the, it's like, not literally the, fucking the worst solution. thing you can do. It's like cold turkey, like, contrary to popular belief, cold turkey, like going from a jail mm-hmm. to with no access to anything, mm-hmm. well, some jails. Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, it's the one of the worst things you can do because some people can't take that. Cold turkey is dangerous for some people. Mm-hmm. That withdrawal is serious. You need to sometimes do it in gradual stages. And a lot of other countries, like we talked about in our other episode, had advanced rehabilitation facilities because they're investing in people actually – Coming out of their situation better, and then than they
1: left it. it's like, look, look at the system. When they get out of jail, they now have a felony on their record. Nobody wants to hire them, and they're more apt to commit another crime and go back to jail. Right. Like, and uh, jail is now what's familiar, and jail is a very traumatizing place as well. You're so it's like right. you had their original shit, their trauma, whatever. Now you've probably got them in jail on the first place. Exactly, and now they have more trauma. It's just. <sighs> All right, is that all, of Nixon?
0: <laughs> Excuse the motorbikes in the background you heard.
1: Yeah, the um.
0: We live in Oakland, y'all.
1: <laughs> they coming for the block, but they ain't got it yet.
0: Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically they uh, Nixon's uh, put marijuana as a Schedule One drug, basically the same as LSD, uh, as LSD and heroin, basically. How could that comparable? I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's just like and is not even remotely.
0: Um, but, but then uh, we go to John Ehrlichman. I had to make sure I got his last name right. Who was uh, basically a consul and an assistant to the president for domestic affairs. And this is what he admitted. This is big quote that he admitted after he got locked up. Um, after the administration shit uh, kicked off. He said the Nixon campaign and the Nixon White House considered these two groups to be their enemies, talking about black people and hippies. We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either uh, to be against either the war or black, but by getting the public to associate hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. They knew what they were doing. It was systematic. They knew what they were
1: doing for centuries since we've been in this country. It's been psychological warfare.
0: But you got to be informed to know that. You have to know about how the policies will actually affect you down the line. You can't just look at it in retrospect and be like, oh, damn. Now we have the the past, so there's no excuse. The internet. There's no excuse. We, We see the same bullshit. Like when Jeff Sessions was saying all that stuff about marijuana now, how many of y'all were like, oh whatever? Like, no, you need to fight back against that. You need to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Because being passive and just saying, like, oh well, nah, we'll be fine. Ain't, ain't no way nothing's gonna happen like that. That's how things actually do exactly. occur.
1: When you don't know and you don't do anything
0: you it. Gotta be aware and you have to be active with that knowledge. Know what to do with it. So, I mean, the the right the repercussions for the drug war, man. Yeah. <sighs>
1: And I just want to say that uh, Bernie Sanders is eliminating the war on drugs. Mm -hmm.
0: In the platform, done. All right.
1: What else should we have known about the past?
0: Well, um, the crime bill, like so. And even Bernie Sanders has a uh, uh, admitted to this because he had voted yes on the crime bill because what they did, this is what... And this did. is, again, changing uh. the fucking system because this is stupid. So, uh, yeah, and I'll break it down. This is what they do in legislation all the time to uh, get certain provisions in. They'll add in certain things to a big, large bill Mm -hmm. that they know that someone in a particular area for sure. So at the time um, in Vermont, domestic violence was going on a lot apparently. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, we really need to do something about this. So I'm sure he was involved in the the writing of the uh, Violence Against Women Act. Mm -hmm. But that was all part of a grander policy within the crime bill. Mm -hmm. So him voting against that, he gave this whole speech about why the crime bill was terrible. Mm -hmm. And it was like, we need to amend all this other stuff, but keep this. Mm-hmm. But then he got put, pushed into it. And then now, mind the how point.
1: long has Bernie been fighting?
0: And he's been alone for a long time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you see old videos of, of the OG like mm-hmm. Ryan for <laughs> what was right for a minute. Yeah. But nobody else was listening. Mm-hmm. Other people were trying to be harder. Like we need to be harder than these criminals. Criminalizing a lot of people who were just black. Because it was easy. Because we were in the minority. It was easy to pick on us politically.
1: Now, to my understanding, the crime bill that Bill Clinton Mm -hmm. administered was the mandatory three strikes?
0: Yes. So, basically, the crime bill, um, and and the misconception is, for some people, that it increased the prison population substantially. It didn't necessarily do it substantially um, at the rate but it did increase the length and the time that they were sentenced Mm. so this is what really the big influence that happened so the sentencing's going off of the three strikes was so much longer so you have people serving these crazy bids and then judges not using any discrimination they're just saying like nah this is the minimum i don't care you have to go for at least this this long Mm -hmm. And then you yeah, had the whole parole system, which keeps people locked mm-hmm. in and going in that loop. So there was a lot of ways where they, they, again, not knowing the policy and the the details of it, it seemed like everything was cool. But there were so many systems within it that had people locked in for years and years and years. Even if they weren't technically in jail, they were still, like, under the, the scope of, or prison of parole, where they couldn't have any freedom to do other things.
1: And yet—
0: Like, go outside of state. Black people— called Bill Clinton the first black president. Yeah. He also deregulated Wall Street, which led to the crash later. (laughs) It's another thing. Economics. Yeah. So uh, the Brennan Center for Justice did this study uh, and said that right now, (laughs) right now, at this moment, Mm -hmm. 39 percent of all people in prison could be let go because they're all either nonviolent drug offenders, talking about weed and other mm-hmm. stuff like that, where they shouldn't be in there, or they serve. They already served their time, and it's way overdue for the uh, the, the punishment. In other words, it's not proportional. It's mm-hmm. like I'm stealing a loaf of bread and I'm still in jail for five years. Like what? How that, what, how that work out? Mm-hmm. No. So the the study says 39. percent That's um, 576. Mm-hmm. 1,000 people like that. And you know how much money that would save everyone in the country? $20 billion. Just like that, $20 billion. How are you going to pay for it? How are you going to pay for it? Every time we want to do something for the people, how are you going to pay for it? That's how.
1: Realize the money already exists. The money already exists. We just don't have access to it.
0: We prioritize war. Big banks. Insurance companies. Drug companies.
1: Corporations.
0: That's what we do. Mm -hmm. We got the money.
1: Yeah, we have the money. We have the top economy.
0: (laughs) We went over that last episode. Check it out. (laughs) We have the top economy. America. We produce the most.
1: We just don't own it. The people don't own it. The corporations do.
0: Ooh, but man, yeah, that's 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 where we at with that. <laughs> Whew. All right, what's next, man? Redlining. Oh God. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So,
1: so again, oh, why black people did not know about things impacting them in the past and how it impacted them.
0: So there's a whole system of redlining, basically, that was developed um, um, in the 1930s, basically, with the New Deal. So this is why it's important to know your history, because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a woman of color, Puerto Rican, you know, sister.
1: And she identifies <laughs> as an Afro-Latina.
0: Afro-Latina. Mm-hmm. She does that proudly and I'm with that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> so she's pr- 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 uh, proposing a green new deal now what is the green new deal what is that based off of did she come up with that policy all by herself it's based off an idea from the 1930s from fdr's green uh um new deal Mm -hmm. the new deal proposal basically to reinvigorate the economy of america by actually investing in the people and not in corporations so we're talking about loan programs for housing for education uh we're talking about uh worker programs we're talking about social security we're talking about labor rights we're talking about all these things that are actually investing in these communities mm-hmm. so that people could build and lift themselves up however not every community was lifted up yeah. So redlining, those loans, all those opportunities, all those uh, advancements that those communities were actually uh, thriving off of, Mm -hmm. we're talking about white communities, strictly white communities. And we're not even talking about even immigrant communities. Immigrants weren't getting that name anyway. (laughs) We're talking about strictly white communities. They got all these loans they got all these benefits and they were able to educate their uh children they were able to invest in their properties mm-hmm. and they were able to actually build wealth while we were literally redlined into hoods mm-hmm. um where all the economic empowerment was left out of and they would actually do shady stuff and this was documented where they would do things like leave crimes and other things like li- literal dead bodies in in our neighborhoods charge us for it and then blame us as victims like that was a lot of the stuff that was going on with a lot of black men who got arrested and all this other stuff it it ripped apart families it made those it just decimated communities you know so it's like these things weren't necessary and they were frustrating for that whole community for decades and decades that's why it took so many african-americans so long to even get to this place where we're even somewhat prosperous um and, and even now it's still outliers. And then we gotta talk about infrastructure and everything else like that, where some of those redlining um practices involve literally putting highways through communities. Mm-hmm. So we have everything set up. We have like a little black wall street in the making going on, you know, we like oh we cool, we cool, we set up. Uh-huh. The government says, nah, we need to um put a highway through your shit right now.
1: Like there wasn't no other options
0: purposely would avoid white communities that were set up because they had the political will and power to do so Mm -hmm. so they were like oh well and see maybe if we donate to your campaign you could put this
1: and write it that way but see that was the thing my dad always told me he was like when we when we have a pothole in black communities we just sit on the porch and complain about the pothole when white people have a pothole in their communities they organize they get together and they talk to whoever they need to talk to in order to change it
0: but that's part of it i and i get it why a lot of black people are jaded through the political system because it's been so raw and rough because it ain't been good for us yeah like we've been we've been like giving the bill of goods a lot of time but
1: But that doesn't mean we stop fighting
0: it doesn't mean we we stop learning and knowing about it and becoming better Mm -hmm. because now we have enough knowledge and equipment where we can use our political capital And literal capital, money, because we got money. The black dollar is real.
1: And different than the black dollar, our our buying power Mm -hmm. is very real. Like how we, (laughs) you know.
0: Collectively, we can go at something. We're
1: one of the smaller minority groups as far as total population, mm -hmm. but our buying power is huge.
0: Yep. But, yeah, that's that's what it is, man. Like, when the red line, infected stuff so much because it was an actual stimulus to, like, everyone. It was, like, giving someone a million dollars at the time almost, damn near, all these people. And then black people were just left out. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're talking about bootstraps and shit. Psh. Anyways, that's redlining. Mm-hmm. But now that leads to the present when it comes to gentrification. Mm. After all this time, our hoods, we built up our Harlem's. You know what I'm saying? Come out. Mm-hmm. Our Oakland's. Chocolate City. DC's. Mm-hmm. ATL. ATL's gone strong, though. I, I do appreciate it. They that. got eyes on it, though. They're trying. Mm-hmm. They're trying. But honestly, they're
1: coming for every black Mecca in the country.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, even after all that suffering from being redlined mm-hmm. into these communities and saying, you know, all that. The, all those um, opportunities taken away, these people came in and built up from nothing, mm-hmm. and that's why there's such strong history, and that's why there's such such pride in, mm-hmm. like, in Oakland or in Harlem, mm-hmm. because from nothing, from all that, they got to this point and built it up.
1: That's because we are resilient people.
0: You know? And then justification, because we're not politically aware, they're buying up all our property, mm-hmm. and we're losing our, and, and our history's kind of getting erased and from us.
1: And I would also like to point out that people so aren't know. aware. So say you own your home, and then somebody comes up and is willing to buy it for such and such amount. You're like, all right, I'm out then. Right. And it's like, you're not you thinking know, about, not about the bigger, bigger yeah, right. and how right. much it's going to impact your community. Mm-hmm. They stay approaching our
0: landlord, and our landlord is Yo, like, no. Want it. Yo, <laughs> she is amazing. They, they really want to house. <laughs> they want the block. <laughs>
1: we have black neighbors, like who own their own homes. They want the block.
0: They're trying, now. Mm-hmm. Screw up. Mm.
1: But that is why you need to be aware of the politicians who are willing to fight for you, because there are some. You just need to find them and right. then vote for them. Fine and they're people. and they're not always going to be the ones staring at you in the face, because mm-hmm. usually they're not accepting. Uh, pack money and money from corporations, so they don't have the money to market you like the other people do.
0: All right, that's so you key. have to
1: search for them.
0: You do. And a resource for that is uh, Justice Democrats. Check them out. Justice Democrats are an uh, organization basically that is charged with making sure that the Democratic Party stops taking corporate money mm-hmm. and goes for values um, that are progressive in nature and uh look towards all human rights basically and economic rights are included in that like that's that's the other thing we need to pay attention to economic rights Mm -hmm. are tied into that if you forget about a person's dignity when it comes to um their their pop their pockets Mm -hmm. they can't really live a happy life and we all know that because money brings stability stability we're not talking about like giving people checks like yeah like everybody about to be balling on a yacht we're talking about stability can i live can i live can i fucking live they don't want us to health not even necessarily wealth (laughs) but wealth um education Mm -hmm. opportunity i mean it's simple y'all we ain't asking for the world in the richest fucking country in the world
1: and that is also why more and more Black and Brown people are running for government positions, mm-hmm. whether that's local, state, or federal. And it's like because we need representation. Still, all these skin folk ain't can't folk, but
0: it's hopeful. <laughs> I agree. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um, I want us to stop thinking of politics as something to run from. Like I want, like. Ever, I have a son or daughter mm-hmm. who you know ever should dabble into politics I would want them to I would encourage them to mm-hmm. because I think that's a position of uh nobility it's a it's a, it's a literal service to your country your community mm-hmm. you know if it, like if you're riding for your community and you actually representing them you can say the things that other people won't say
1: representing them in a way that can actually create change
0: right we're not talking about like oh let's keep everything exactly how it is Mm -hmm. and things are how they are and things are great which is rarely because we always need to move forward in Mm -hmm. some way (laughs) Um, always learning always growing that's what i'm saying so i'll never want to just be like all right no change i I welcome change you know Mm -hmm. not all change is good but all change is welcome yes you know what i mean
1: not all change is good but
0: all change is welcome because some of that change is needed Ass. So when I'm old and I'm out, out of touch and I'm like, nah, don't do that, <laughs> mm-hmm. tell my ass to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but listen to my wisdom mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then decipher whether it's bullshit or not. Mm-hmm. Because I might be in tune. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem right now though. Like we really need to make sure that people are in tune with what they're doing and aware politically. Mm-hmm. Because if I have a son and daughter and they go into that political realm, representing the values that need to be represented, that's something that I want other people to aspire to and other children to aspire to. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing. It is like, you can be, like, quote, unquote, famous off of it because AOC is getting, quote, unquote, famous just from representing people, yeah. just from being a person that actually stands up for people.
1: And instead it's of not handling the bullshit. You know? she like, oh, you gonna come for me? Let
0: me come for you. What the fuck? So. She, she came with one dude, I, I don't know what she said. She was like, and this is your response? This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I was like, damn, she getting mad. I well, they were they was looking at her like, shit. I, I would be mad, too, if I had to do that right. bullshit. Because cause they know they wrong. They don't got no argument against it. And her. it's she all emotional, nothing facts. factual. Exactly. <laughs> all right, go on. Uh, but, yeah, that's basically what I want to, to say about that. So there is one other thing, uh, Blexit. I wanted to talk to on it real quick. <laughs> so I wanted to do some research on Blexit because I wanted to touch on what it was. Um, but when I did my research, I came up and I didn't see much. So I knew about Candace Owens, who's this black contributor uh, who's conservative. There's nothing wrong with having a conservative perspective. We just disagree. Uh, I think y'all wrong as fuck. <laughs> 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 Keep it real with you. Your policies are terrible. They've led to the destruction and you're so pro-capitalist that you can't see outside of your uh own perspective of uh, greed. I'm just saying, but but cool. Conservative <laughs> Uh but that's just that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> Uh, so I found out about this girl and um, what she was trying to represent with this whole Blexit thing. And it's a movement to get black people outside uh the uh, Democrat Democratic Party. party. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I have no qualms about people being outside the Democratic uh, establishment bubble or um, party mm-hmm. because I don't have any allegiance to any party. Mm-mm. Only oh, reason why I'm registered as a Democrat is because I know how the, that, system works. how the system works. Again, because I'm politically aware, I'm not stupid enough to fall for a Brexit trick to get me to not have my vote and vote for the best presidential candidate possible with your dumb ass, Candace. <laughs> Anyways, I think I gave away the part before I said it. <laughs> um but yeah i'm aware enough to know that that's why and that's why i'm a democrat Mm -hmm. but yeah candace's whole thing as i just said is just just basically get you to um not register as a democrat Mm -hmm. so that you could either be as an independent or uh some other just or not registered to vote at all (laughs) um that way your vote won't count for the best possible candidate within this political system now i want to change this political system Mm -hmm. but within it we gotta play the game. We gotta play the game. So I know my man Bernie's about to run in the Democratic Party. That's why when people say, "Who's not a Democrat?" I don't give a fuck. <laughs> policy and track he record. That's just, all I care about. Exactly. I don't give a damn about your political party. Uh, again, going back to what you're saying, what we're going we gonna keep repeating to y'all. Get it? Policy track record. Policy track, track record. Policy track record. Policy track record. That's all. It doesn't matter about party affiliation. Give a damn. I'm a Democrat. I can say I'm a Democrat all day, but if my values don't line up with whatever the fucking Democrat value is, who cares? I don't really what are care. your values? Exactly. Do How your values are you line gonna up with what's going to help me in my exactly. life politically? That's all I care about. Give a damn about a label? How dare you insult our intelligence with that? Ooh, you got a D on the, by your name. Ooh, yay! I'm a no. It doesn't matter. You got an R by your name. No, it doesn't matter.
1: And that being said, when you go into the voting booth, you should have done your research. Who so you, you are not solve. just voting for somebody just because they are a Democrat. Right. No. you. And then you can't not, like, leave a section out if you don't know. You can. You can. It's okay. Like, this isn't. I mean, you
0: this isn't a test in school. But it's you okay. don't have
1: to bubble in everything. <laughs> right. but you should go in with the list of saying who you've
0: already researched, what values you know they and have. Keep watching the show because you already know we've done it in the past. Exactly. We got cheat sheets. Yeah. We do whole last ass election. Cheat we did a cheat sheet for Oakland. And you, about who to vote for and why. And I'm, I'm being so sincere. If you really are like that and you just don't got the time politically, mm-hmm. send me you your care to get invested. I get it. I get but it. you need to be aware of the people who are. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and you can actually send me like when um when the elections start popping back up in November, mm-hmm. um you can actually send me your district. Don't send me your damn address. Don't do that ever on the internet. <laughs> I'm trying to look out for y'all. Don't do that. Just your district. <laughs> Find out what that is. You can Google that by putting in your what is my district on Google. <laughs> and then I will try to look up some of the candidates and help you out with that. I'll do the research because I'm actually kind of into this stuff. So it's cool. I can talk about it um And I can help out other black people so that they know who to vote for. But I want y'all to be politically on it to the point where y'all can do that for yourselves mm-hmm. just with a quick Google search. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the entryway into that, I'm cool with that too. Long story short, Brexit is bullshit. It's a way to Brexit. get. Bullshit is bullshit. Oh. <laughs> oh, my fault. Brexit is bullshit. <clears throat> you said Brexit. Oh, yeah. Brexit is bullshit too. <laughs> Brexit and Brexit is bullshit. Uh, but basically, it's a way to get people to uh, get out of the Democratic Party unregistered from uh, being a Democrat, which prevents you from voting in the Democratic primaries and mm-hmm. other elections. Exactly. The things that are impactful. And these primaries are extremely important. Bernie Sanders in these primaries, that's how you got the distinction between who's going to go against Trump. Mm-hmm. Bernie, who I would have preferred, or Hillary, who we see the fucking results of who.
1: And they be trying to Blame Bernie. He ain't run up against the nigga. what
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Come on now. Yeah, do better.
1: So, that being said, like in Oakland, when we were doing the local elections, they had a peace and freedom party. And I was like, that sounds so nice. Right. I want to be a part of them, but fuck, I know how the system works. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, until we can fight back against that, and we're fighting for it in other ways, like uh, Bernie's got proposals for. I think, I gotta double check this, but ranked choice voting, I think he has a proposal. Yay!
1: Because, okay, has ranked choice voting in our local election.
0: Basically, ranked choice voting is just what it sounds like. You rank your count, uh, your So candidates. instead of an either or, it's uh, one, two, one, and three. Right. you like, like, uh, I like Bernie. Fuck Hillary. She's number three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, mm, let me see. Do, 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 do. I'll go with a uh, Cory Booker or something like that, uh, number two or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you get to pick whatever candidates you want. So you're number one. You don't have to worry about like, oh man, I really like this, but I can only vote for this person mm-hmm. oh man no you can vote for exactly who you want to vote for mm-hmm. number one and then the other ones psh, all the way down and, the
1: and that's because like people with the either
0: or um they pick the less method, they feel like it's lesser of two evils
1: and but also like if they do have someone who has like like bernie in the first time around he had low popularity so like i want him mm-hmm. but i don't think he will win you know yeah, all right, right. so, so, that, you so know. now it's like well shit man I want this person but I don't think they're gonna do it so let me vote for the person who I know will right. you know cause I can do there's not gonna be as many votes for this lesser known person but with ranked choice mm-hmm. voting you can vote for whoever and like yeah
0: so it's basically elimination like if your first choice like you say Bernie let's say he didn't have the numbers mm-hmm. if he didn't in, go he in he got the numbers now though he oh, definitely do got the numbers 10 million volunteers 10 million Campaign he got eighteen million. And six, Damn, is he? Eighteen million. Oh shit! I ain't fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but like, let's say Bernie got knocked off. Plank, psh, your second choice would be go. Your vote would go to your second choice. So then you didn't waste your vote. Your vote. Your vote just went to the choice of uh, the next person on the list.
1: And this is what we mean by voting for people who can change the system. right? Because you say, change the whole because system. this system is fucked up because I can't really choose who I want because it's an either or simply get somebody in who's for ranked choice voting and then that solves that problem so it's like Mm -hmm. yes people you need to get informed you need to vote for people who are fighting for you and will make the changes to the system because the system is corrupt we know this black people we know that we can't survive in this fucked up system that's why we need to change the Mm -hmm. fucking system and we can only do that politically because y'all ain't ready for the revolution y'all really not
0: yeah you're not (laughs) ready for no violent revolution i know that we some punks
1: I'm sorry. Mm. All the people who are willing to pull a gun and Ooh. they're pointing at people who look like you, punks.
0: <sighs> R.I.P. Nipsey, man.
1: Getting paid off motherfuckers. Fight for something that's worthwhile. Cause the neighborhood you own or don't own, sorry, the neighborhood you don't own right. isn't it.
0: Right. You over here dying over a block you don't own and never have, never probably will. And then killing the motherfucker who's investing in it clowns oh my god exactly like get invested in your politics
1: and their local governments and your state and the federal because all of that shit impacts you Mm -hmm. black people you want to act like you're above it it doesn't impact you everything that this country decides to do impacts us we have no choice over it because we don't we're not involved
0: we don't got time to be asleep
1: and i understand people who working two three jobs and stuff like that trying to make ends I meet. Mean, you don't really got time to think about this shit, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna need you to take time because whether you like it or not, this is impacting you. This is impacting your children. This is impacting the future of our our humanity,
0: right? Our planet for real and this coming these coming elections. The primaries are in November. Um
1: yeah, I thought they were March. I
0: mean in March or in the spring. Depending well, on the it depends state. on, the, on yeah. the state. They're popping up. They'll be popping up next year. Mm-hmm. Um, And you need to vote in those. uh, We're gonna do a whole series on that, so we're gonna keep you informed on that for sure. And that's why we started doing the
1: political series. Yeah, I need to wake up right now. We're
0: hearing a lot of bullshit, some propaganda about other candidates, and all this other stuff, and lies about candidates that would actually ride for you. And we're not having it because, like, before policy
1: and track record,
0: policy and track record. Do not focus on anything else, please. Look at me. <laughs> policy and track record. That's mm-hmm. all you need to focus on. Mm-hmm. The track record shows you what they're really about, their history, their past. It's like a dating. Mm-hmm. Like, what you've been doing? How long you been around, while? You cheat? You cheat? You cheat? What you're doing, huh? I need to know How many you been why on? you broke up. Why you broke up. Mm-hmm. Get the car facts on that guy, all right? <laughs> that's what you do, mm-hmm. all right? And then, uh, that's the, so that's the track record. track record. The policy is what they plan on doing going forward, mm-hmm. what they're for right now now if they ain't for nothing right now why would you even vote for them in the first place and then again i
1: need you to let go of this i want policies specifically addressing black people sweetheart we're still having issues dying in the street and they're leaving our well, body right. yeah
0: we were just talking about this So <laughs> again as we always do prepping for the show smoke smoke you know. hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come up with these ideas and then it's like that i said the exact same thing like how are we not uh, we need to be involved politically we need to be involved politically because like you're saying we're not ready for no other type of revolution we're still we shouting we don't own our grocery stores our farms killing our You so broke it down beautifully we, we ain't ready for none, of, none that. of that so dead that right now we need to get uh, awakened politically because that's our only way of really fighting back in the system because we do have a vote and we do have some political capital if we use it in the correct way mm-hmm. And like I said, we still shouting "Black Lives Matter." We still shouting "Our Lives Matter." And you're talking about please look at us as humans. Like that's how far we have to go. So until we get stuff right politically, mm-hmm. this ain't gonna change. Our own economic freedom ties into that too. I want y'all to remember that. Do not forget that economic freedom.
1: And then we're not saying to stop fighting for issues that specifically address Black people, but it's like other things do impact us whether they say it or not. Right. Okay? So, yes, keep fighting, but also don't just say, well, I'm not voting because they didn't say for Black people.
0: They're throwing that away. Like, that's that's the wrong mindset right yeah. there. That's the actual trick. That's the Blexit. hmm That's the all-wild guess. I just won't. I'll go. And that's the other thing I wanted to say about that. I did mm-hmm. forget to say that. Mm-hmm. Probably my last thing to talk about this. I hate giving her airtime. (laughs) She's pathetic. Anyways, (laughs) So, yeah. She had no plan. I looked on the website. All it was was shopping and spending your money and, like, promoting their YouTube videos. And it's like, you had no actual plan. Brexit is not a strategy. It's just I'm against something. Mm -hmm. That's not a plan for black people. That's saying, all right, we shouldn't be in the Democratic Party. I right, so where, where should we be? What should we be doing? Where should we organize? Where should we focus our efforts? Where should we focus our economics? Where should we focus our um education?
1: So, as you said earlier, people no. always want to tell you who to oppose, but never offer a solution of what you should be fighting for.
0: Goddamn right. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. And then, as the AOC said... Mm. And so you have a plan, I have the plan, and I'm the boss.
0: Straight like that. You can only have the plan if you're politically aware, though. Exactly. Because otherwise, like I said, it's dinner time. You're going to eat regardless. Mm -hmm. Do you want to decide what's on the menu? What you're going to eat from that menu? Or you're just going to have somebody just feed you whatever and you accept it? how many fast foods and liquor stores exist in the hood compared to Whole Foods? Food deserts. That's what we call them. No fresh food for miles. Meaning there's no nourishment for miles in our communities for generations. And let's not get started on the water.
1: So you can not want to be involved politically
0: if you want, but it's affecting you either way every day. The food you drink, the, the food, food you, eat. <laughs> the food you, eat. you <laughs> eat, all right. Time to go.
1: The food you eat, I, water you know,
0: you like, drink. <laughs> I said everything but the right word. <laughs> Y'all got my point though yeah you say go ahead (laughs) the food you
1: eat the water you drink the air you breathe
0: yeah all that they
1: control it all they control it all so you can stand up fight back fight for people to get into office that can change the system and benefit you or you can sit back and complain about it and do nothing
0: right those are your options
1: all right well i think that's it for today (laughs) we're definitely going to do a couple of parts we'll see if we can get it in with one other part to why black people need to pay attention to politics
0: yeah because it is important
1: um and there's a lot of different aspects um so next time we're going to talk about what our priorities should be Mm -hmm. when we are paying attention to politics what we need to be looking for right focus on um and then also talking about our political future and our power in politics. So yeah, um, with that, I think we will end today's episode with a um, bar that O dropped earlier. Ooh, I was dropped bars. <laughs> political ignorance in the past leads to political disempowerment in the future.
0: Facts. So we got to know our history, yo. Because mm-hmm. I'd be damned if I let my future look like that
1: mm-hmm. all right y'all remember to click our link in the bio link tree slash it's so real mm-hmm. we have a monthly subscription option you can donate as little as 99 cents per month or a month Um, just to be able to help us promote and help us get the word out there, especially with our political series. We also had our healthy relationship series, which that's not over with. And then we have our therapy series as well, and that's Mm -hmm. just for this year. We're going on two years of It's So Real. We're really trying to market and put it out, but we just do not have the funds. So if you could please reach out, donate what you can, Mm -hmm. um, that monthly subscription, 99 cents a month, just anything. Um, I also have my GoFundMe campaign up
0: so I don't
1: I'm too broke to be great
0: I'm too broke to be great
1: so go ahead and research that so you can <laughs> donate um, so yeah we've we've gotten equipment Um, now it's just promotion we just gotta we shop get it out, that there. out there so yeah. people
0: can know about like you heard all the stuff we're talking about right mm-hmm. we need to get it out there that's it and that does take some funds unfortunately we ain't we're not like
1: licensed that. therapists yet <laughs> we don't, and but we live it. in the Bay Area, so, yeah, we, ain't, know, we ain't got
0: it. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but we try and we're not going to give up because we know that the messages that we're speaking, the facts that we're speaking, the truths that we're speaking need to be heard and that they can awaken other people and enlighten yes, other people. Yes, And that's what we need in our community, more voices of enlightenment mm-hmm. and less of destruction. And division. Right. And all that hate. Mm-hmm. All that hate, 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 hate
1: all right anything else for today
0: i think we did i think we did it. i think we did a good all job right. breaking down stuff for the first part we'll come back for later stuff oh if you like music <laughs> if you're a <an> plug. <laughs> plug 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 <laughs> plug me in like charge me up <laughs> like <laughs> uh so if you're uh, an artist uh um a dancer or anything else like that if you just like music you like the vibe check out oh so smart on any platform <laughs> that's right any platform i got oh, also smart productions well the artist is gonna be also smart but check out also smart productions.com oh. Oh. also smart uh also smart productions. Com if you want to buy a beat or anything else like that um check out also smart as an artist if you want to check out uh music this is all tracks by me that i've made they're all instrumental i don't rap um maybe i'll get into that at some point i don't really see myself rapping Although, this mic does look very nice next to me. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Also, smartproductions.com. <laughs> also smartproductions.com. If you want to check out um, Abyss, buy them. They go for as low as $30. Um. Uh. And uh, if you want, like, an exclusive, exclusive title with all track trackouts and all that other stuff for professional artists who are watching, uh, those can go from up to 75 to $200, depending on what you want to do with it. So, it's a good deal. $30 for the track. If you really want to just buy it and just want to play around, rap on it, see if you like the flow. And you can actually get paid for it. Uh, There are a lot of rappers who've made a lot of money off of some good tracks, good singles. So, just check me out. Also, smartproductions.com. Peace.
1: (laughs) All righty. So, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl, Rocky.
0: And your boy, O.
1: You have a beautiful Sunday. Take care of you.
0: All right. We out. Peace.